everybody. Thanks for tuning in to episode 004 of Just Shut Up and Listen. And a big thank you to Carl Raw Ross at Understand Health for producing Just Shut Up and Listen. Today we have Tracy Steen of Move Daily Fitness with us. We're really excited to talk about exercise. Excellent. So thank you for coming. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited to talk about this. My passion. That's why we invited you. And the other reason we invited you is because we know your approach is very similar to ours, where you choose to look at it from a whole perspective, how we're doing in our heart, how we're doing in our mind, the whole bit, and how it all comes together. It's not just flexing our muscles. It's so much more. It is so much more. You're right. Yeah. We got to look at it 360. How long have you been a personal trainer? So I have been a trainer for 11 years. Um, I used to be marriage and family therapist before that. Mm-hmm. So how I segued into that career, made that jump was um, one day I actually had a client come and see me as when I was a therapist who was presenting with depression and obesity. So mm-hmm. part of the protocol I said to her is let's get you moving. That's one of the number one natural ways to deal with depression is to exercise, right? Mm-hmm. So she said, well, I don't really know what to do. So I said, well, I go to the gym right next door. Why don't you just meet me there? And um, I know a few things. So I've been working out for years and uh, I'll just show you around the ropes. I'll show you the ropes. So she did that and began to regularly come to the gym. And we just saw such a great change in her whole demeanor in her body that I thought, you know what? That's a really great marriage of skills, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, to have the psychology background and then to do the fitness. And I just thought, you know what, um, that's what I'm going to jump into is, is, is helping people in their fitness, wellness, and nutrition, but in ways that are sustainable for the long haul. And so that might include looking at the psychology behind what's going on uh, as they move forward. Yeah. That's so real. Because yeah. like, uh, the true fact is, and I mean, we've all experienced it, is the obstacles. There are so many obstacles and some of them, you know, some of them do land up in that excuses range. Like really it's one of those things that just get your shit together. Right. Right. For other ones, it's psychological. It's like, we really have told ourselves this story so many times that we've started to believe it. Um, What are some of the big obstacles you've noticed with people? Well, like you said, is it obstacles? Is it excuses? You know, they sort of run together a little bit, but um, some of the big ones for sure, lots of people say, I don't have time. I mean, Mm -hmm. look at this world we live in. We are extremely fast paced. We are trying to build our empire, build our careers, run our families. Maybe we have aging parents, um, you know, jobs and school or whatever. And, and so we're super busy and that that's an obstacle people have. And I get it. You know, there is only so many hours in the day and yet some people work out, Mm -hmm. some people who are really busy, doctors, lawyers, and janitors, and people who have really busy Mm -hmm. jobs still find that time to work out. So there's, that's an obstacle. Um, A lot of people say, you know, it's too expensive. And and gyms can be, but there's free workouts online. There's, Mm -hmm. you know, you can work out in the comfort of your home. Uh, YouTube has millions of videos. So, so there's, you know, plug it is yours, plug yours right yeah, now. That's right. <laughs> Tracy Steen on YouTube. Uh, no, but we do. We have over 500 videos online that are all free for people to, and you know, of all ages and and ability levels as well. Um, so a lot of people feel not motivated. You know, they know they should do it, but the motivation is lacking, and they just don't know how to rally that. So that's a big, that's a big thing. Um, and people feel self-conscious, you know, right. think of that first time going into a gym and maybe like, maybe you're overweight or maybe you haven't exercised in a long time. You don't know how to use the equipment and you feel stupid, right? Mm-hmm. You walk in there and going, ah, 
just just that coming up against that makes you just go forget it. It's um, true. Because I don't want it's it. awkward and uncomfortable and right. you just feel out of place. And, oh, you're yeah. embarrassed. It's yeah. embarrassing, yeah. Yeah. right? And no one wants to walk into that situation over and over again. Right. Yeah. Why would you? Yeah. A lot of times it's uh, hard to ask for help too. Yeah. So um, you just kind of get in that cycle and then next yeah. thing you know, you've been paying for a gym membership for a year and been there <laughs> twice. Yeah. Been there, done that. Well, who hasn't done that with some things? It's true because you have good intentions and that's great. Now we just need to capitalize on those intentions and figure out maybe why you're stalling, um, you know, what has held you back. And I think part of it is really looking at the reason why you want to make a shift in the change in the first place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. you talked about that before, finding the why. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it yeah. has to be profound, right? It has to be so guttural and profound that it's going to get you out of bed mm-hmm. at 5 a.m. Mm-hmm. And, and make you work out Mm -hmm. because if it's not strong enough of a reason, if you're just like, you know what, I just want to look good in a bikini. Um, or I want to lose weight for the cruise that I'm going on or my son's wedding. If it's just that, and it's not a, like a real guttural life change, you're not going to stick with it after the event has passed. Right. Um, my husband actually has a really great story about this. He was bullied when he was in high school, um, like really badly. He was really little, like he probably was only about five eight, but maybe 120 pounds, little. And uh, and so some of the bigger, more popular guys would bully him. And he was in a shop class once, and and uh, really torn down in front of the teacher. Even the teacher didn't do anything, and. And he just thought to himself, from that point on, he started working out. And his premise in his mind was like, I'm never going to be so little that people are going to pick on me again. Like, it's, I'm not going to I'm not going to let that happen. And now he's a huge advocate for people who are marginalized and bullied and picked on. Like, you, you should see his, like, mm-hmm. wherewithal mm-hmm. to stand up for that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and that includes himself. So every day he goes to the gym, he builds muscle and puts on size because of this profound reason yeah. that uh, no one's going to take advantage of him again, right? right. Yeah. So it, if it's something like that, that's going to, that's going to get you out of mm-hmm. bed at five. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And for me, it was physical pain. I'd, right. put, I'd put off exercising for so long because, and I was using it as an excuse. Well, I don't want to exercise in case I hurt my back. Right. I was had a sore back because I wasn't exercising right. my core and stretching my hamstrings. Right. Right. So it's like chicken, egg, chicken, egg, yeah, chicken, right. egg. Yeah. And everyone's like, you need to exercise. Uh, <laughs> you need to exercise. Uh. And finally one day I'm like, fine, I'll try this exercise <laughs> thing. But when it doesn't work, I'm only doing it for six months. That's six right. months later, I'm pain free. So now I'm so in. Twice, yeah. sometimes yeah. three times a week, I'm yeah. over a year of full commitment and Good. I will not let go of it again because my mm-hmm. profound why was mm-hmm. I was tired of being in pain right. every day for something that I could get control of. Because a lot of people have pain every day and yeah. there is no exercise for that. They are in like yeah, proper chronic. pain mm-hmm. and I could fix mine. Right. I know. So so having that is fantastic. And yeah, it, it, it changes you. Like once you are in it and you see that you are capable of changing, that's the beauty is that you build belief in yourself, mm-hmm. right? And that's huge the it belief is in yourself yeah yeah you you made a, a comment and i pointed at reina just before we started i said that's a quote do you remember what it was oh, you said i maybe said something about self-efficacy yeah. because one of the things um when you're talking about exercise adherence like what is going to make me stick with exercise and um the journals of obesity actually this is this is where this is from say that the biggest predictor of exercise adherence is self-efficacy 
So self-efficacy is basically the belief in self. Can I accomplish something? And uh, it's it's neat to look at it kind of like climbing the rungs of a ladder, okay? So if if I put some time towards the task and do something like small and measurable, something that like, okay, I can go outside and walk 10 minutes around the block. And maybe if I can do that for a week, I'm going to start to believe a little bit more that I'm capable of this. And maybe I'll see a few changes, right? Maybe, maybe I'll be able to breathe a little bit better. Maybe I won't be as hungry after dinner. Maybe I won't eat as much and I'll be, you know, a little bit more mindful of my intake. And if I, and if I spend time at the task, I get a little bit better out of it. So maybe next week I walk 15 minutes, right? And when I get a little bit better, that increases my belief in myself. So as you climb the rungs of the ladder, it, it's like this wonderful little cycle that just, you know, is so critical for, for adhering to exercise or anything that we want to actually put our minds to and do, right? Yeah. So that makes sense. Like sense. Cause I, I do know like within the wellness uh, world as, as I see it from beauty, uh, beauty and fitness do go hand in hand a lot because mm-hmm. socially where we're at now, um, fitness plays into beauty big time. Yeah. And I do find people jump too far ahead too fast. They jump into exercise that they simply can't physically do yet. And it super discourages them. Right. Yeah. So what would you, what are your thoughts on that? Well, I mean, <laughs> people love to do that because everyone's doing it right. So whatever the thing is, mm-hmm. um, you know, right now it's the keto diet and maybe a bar class or whatever. And maybe that's not totally suited for you, but those are the trending things right now. Uh, but people jump in hook, line, sinker because Susie from the office is doing it and she lost lots of weight and, and Frank has done it and he looks really great. So I'm going to do exactly that. Mm. But you're not at that fitness level. Maybe you're not that age or that, you know, that weight to start those things. And and so what you have to look at is a number of factors. You've got to say to yourself, what am I interested in? What do I really enjoy doing? Because if you can find something that really resonates with you, you know, that you're going to be far more likely to stick with it. Right. Mm -hmm. But uh, if you're just kind of going with whatever the, the trend is, that's the thing with trends. They just ebb and flow. Mm. It actually really bugs me about the Oh, Raina loves this topic. Yeah. Like, uh. <laughs> She's like silently stewing over here. No. <laughs> she mentioned keto. Oh, God. Oh, God. No. I, dry, it, I mean, I might get a flack for that, too. But it drives me nuts that everyone, you know, comes at, well, I hear it lots because as a trainer, um, they're all like, hey, have you heard of this diet or yes. that plan? And I want to do that. And I'm always like, well, why do you want to do that? Well, again, because Susie lost all this weight. Yeah. And then You're I'm like. You're not Susie. Right. I'm and always just... talking people out of these things. Like, that's all day. <laughs> so like, and did Susie put it back on? Right. Probably. Exactly. Yes. Like, is yes. Susie still lean? Mm-hmm. Like, of course you'll lose weight. Any diet is going to work if mm-hmm. you can stick with it. That's, that's the premise of a diet is that you go on it. That's why there's books, a thousand diet books, mm-hmm. because they've all worked for someone. Yep. But I mean, to, to package everyone in the same vein and say, this is all going to work for you exactly how it worked for someone else is silly to think that like mm-hmm. you, you've got to do your due diligence and you got to do your research and you got to figure out what you can stick with for the long haul. Really? It's a lot of responsibility. Which it people is. Don't want to take. And that's why I don't like diets mm-hmm, is because mm-hmm. they're not for the long haul. Yeah. I'd rather educate my clients and members of my, of my programs and just say, let's learn a little bit here mm-hmm. while we're going through this process. Yes. You need to cut back on, you know, certain foods and, and portion control mm-hmm. and be mindful, but it's so much more than just like eat these foods, do this workout. Like is that's, if the, if I just gave people a diet and a workout and said, good luck, good riddance, 
90% of them, it wouldn't last with. And believe me, as a trainer and having trained hundreds and hundreds of people, like that is true. Mm-hmm. You've got to figure out a lot more about the person, you know, in order to help them sustain it forever, like to shift their life and their lifestyle to make it something healthy, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. One of the, or two of the things that I really value in holistic nutrition is balance and education. So mm-hmm. I, I, I like balance is one of my big things, which ties in with the diet talk because it's like, that that's not balance. That's like going to one extreme right. and sticking to it and holding on to it. Yeah. I think education is a, a big piece of it as well because you have to get them inspired, like you said, the why yeah. somehow. And so if people start learning more about nutrition, understanding it better, there's going to be something in there that's going to pull them in that they're going to be curious about. Yeah. Hopefully. And if not, at least they understand more and yeah. they'll be able to like navigate it a little bit easier through that, that appreciation of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So would you say balance, education, education, and I would add to, so I love that. That's exactly how I would, I would look at nutrition. Um, yeah. Teaching concepts of mm-hmm. balance, really educating you about, uh, you know, the glycemic index, what a macronutrient yeah, is. Right. And it's, and so it's important. I would also add then the psychology behind why That's we turn huge. to food, right? Like, mm-hmm. What is going on? I mean, I can't even tell you how many stories I've heard in my practice about uh, people saying, yeah, I'm going to stick with it. I've got my plan for the week. And then they open their computer and an email comes in and it says, you suck as a boss. I can't believe that you just did this. And how dare you take the weekend off? Like you're leaving us in the lurch and, you know, you're not a really great leader. And then all of a sudden, your plans to avoid the bottle of wine and, cookies, you know, the cookies, cookies. Yeah. is yeah. thrown out. So why? Yeah. It's not because you don't know that the wine and the cookies aren't good for mm-hmm. you or that they're high in sugar and high in carbs. And it's not because you don't know that because I taught you that. Yeah. Yeah. So, right, you can't just leave it as being that's that's the only thing that we've mm-hmm. got is just teaching you yeah. that. You've got to understand why in a moment just like that. Am I throwing out every habit and routine and promise I've made to myself mm-hmm. and going for the cookies and cake anyway? The psychology aspect is is such a big part of it for me because I, when I was first practicing, I was doing what I thought people wanted from a nutritionist, which is make me a meal plan. Right. So eat this at this time, that yeah. and that. And then I would, so people would pay me money to make them these plans and then I would give them the plan and they wouldn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm like, okay, That's something's not working here. I need to shift how I'm doing this. And then everything yeah. changed. Yeah. And I don't even make meal plans anymore. Like people ask them. I know. No, sorry. Don't do that anymore. Everyone wants a meal plan. And, and so I'm not get it. Okay. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. If you don't know exactly what to eat, there is the education component yeah. that yeah. we have to figure out. Yeah. Um, but but greater than that, because if, if this doesn't work for some of the people and it won't work for a lot of the people, then you've got to figure out the why behind mm-hmm. uh, what's driving you to food. Right. Um, and, and a good way to do that is just to, to start to practice, like being mindful and cognizant in your moments of eating, in your moments of overeating or, or in your moments of sabotaging exercise, like all of those things. This is the time to, to begin to pay attention, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the art of journaling or, or even practicing meditation and mindfulness, that can help bring to the forefront, like in the moment, 
why did I just do that? Right. Um, and, and to start to go, Hmm, check me out. Mm-hmm. I just went to the cupboard and ate that whole bag of cookies. What, what precipitated that? What's what going on right yeah. now that that's what I did? Yeah. What am I feeling? And, and to be curious about that and then very quickly follow that up with compassion. Mm-hmm. Right. That's amazing. Yeah. Like it's, so it's curiosity followed by compassion because if it's curiosity followed by guilt and berating and shame, well, good luck ever shifting and changing. Yeah. No mm-hmm. one changes for good based on those measures. Mm-hmm. Right. Of course. Yeah. So it's got to be, okay, let me, let me think. Um, yeah, of course I, of course I got this email and it hurt me. It made me feel like less than mm-hmm. I feel less than. And when I don't feel good enough, I want to, I want those feelings to go away. Mm-hmm. And what's the fastest way that bottle of wine is going to be my fastest way not to feel mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. That's not always the case, but yeah. that's often the case. Like yeah. those are often oh, yeah. the scenarios I hear, yeah. right? Yeah. Sometimes it is just you got to pick lower glycemic foods. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Do, you use that, it's not. do you use that same for, for exercise and for motivation? Like let's get conscious about why you're feeling like I don't want to go do this. Um, yes. Yeah. Uh, exercise is hard because it is hard, you know, well, it's hard for a lot of reasons. Like I, I've tried to figure out, like, uh, it's been very frustrating for me as a trainer to have some people continue and some people not. Mm -hmm. And I just want to like help the people who don't continue. And I don't understand why you wouldn't want this Mm -hmm. for your life. Right. So I'm trying to figure that out. I've kind of deduced it to some things. Um, one important factor is that if you did not grow up in a family that really valued exercise or physical mm-hmm. activity, and I, I have clients like that, um, you know, um, some people that were born and uh, their parents just did not put them in sports. Mm-hmm. Uh, the parents didn't exercise. They didn't see any role model. Of, uh, there was no value in it. So for them to go, I'm going to spend what, like half an hour, an hour every day, five days a week doing this. That's not valuable. I need to be working. I need to be, you know, doing whatever, take care of my kids or whatever is important. So that's a big, big factor. If you haven't spent your childhood participating in activities and making your body move, then you don't know how great of a feeling it is. Mm-hmm. Like you don't have any addiction to that as a, as getting your dopamine or your endorphins, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's, you don't know it. Mm-hmm. So to, to move people from being sedentary their whole life into that, that's a tough, that's hard. That's all you, you have the deck stacked a bit. Yeah. That you know totally I mean? makes sense. Cause that's taking someone from literally what they know. Yeah. Like in turning the world on its head and saying, no, we're going to do it different now. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. It's so people, those, a lot of those people say, you know, I really want to, but, and they start and then they don't. Mm-hmm. And so again, that's kind of going back down to the, what's your profound reason? Like you've got to really come up and dig deep with a, with a thought that makes sense for you for the long haul. Um, you know, uh, I had this one client once who, um, whose mom fell, uh, picking something up from the shower and, um, she didn't hurt herself at all, but she hadn't exercised at all in her life. Hadn't moved. She, she was very fragile, very Mm -hmm. brittle, um, and she couldn't stand back up. So she crawled over to her bed to try and help herself stand up, but she couldn't. She didn't have strength in her arms and her legs. She was in her 70s, but mm-hmm. could not physically stand. Uh, she actually ended up having to call 911 to come and help her just stand up. Again, not hurt, but couldn't stand. And my client said to me, that will never be me. Right. Never. Yeah. You know, I want to golf. I want to mm-hmm. be playing with my grandkids. I want to go hiking. Like I want to bike. Yeah. I want to, I want to live my life. Yeah. And what I need is, you know, to be strong. And so mm-hmm. how do I do that? 
Yeah. And I think that's a, 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 a missed message a lot with like just where we are like socially with fitness right now. Cause a lot of it's about the physical appearance yeah. of being fit and staying yeah, fit and totally. looking beautiful and being strong yeah. and all that. But a lot of it's not talked about, about when we're old and we mm-hmm. want to tie our own shoe yeah. mm-hmm. and we want to, and we want to climb yeah. in and yeah. out of bed by ourselves yeah. and we yeah. want to have our independence and our dignity. Yeah. But if you're not having a lifestyle that's rich in that, yeah. You, that's not just a reward at the end. That's yeah. something you got to work for. Yeah. And I don't think people really talk about that because no. that wasn't a dialogue for me till I got to my over my forties. And I had true. to like, look at that and be like, so if I'm treating my meat bag like this right now, how's it going <laughs> to treat me in another 30 years? Yeah. Right. So it's, it's a reality check. And you know what a uh, part of the problem is with that too, is that you don't have diabetes today. Mm-hmm. You don't have a heart attack today. You didn't. Right. Mm-hmm. So it, we, we are doing this preventatively, but, but for some people, they think they have tomorrow to change, right? You have the next day to change or uh, you're not seeing the results right now. I don't see anything mm-hmm. of my like half hour hike today. I, don't, I see nothing. I mean, I might feel a little bit better in the moment, but is it really changing my weight? No, ah, forget it. Mm-hmm. But you are increasing circulation, which means that you're decreasing inflammation, disease, and decay. Like that's the beauty of it. If you just move, get that heart rate up so that blood flows, uh, I mean, that's going to benefit you more than you can imagine, right? But but we don't we yeah. because we feel fine today. And again, yeah. I don't have diabetes today. So yeah. it's it's funny. And, and I wish that we could, I wish that we could like almost have a taste like, okay, boom, you've got diabetes. Like right now you've got it. You're like for five hours, see how that feels. And oh, I hate diabetes. I don't want to, I'm going to, I'm going to do it. I'll exercise. I promise. Yeah. You know, like, I promise I'll do it. But I do. I kind of wish that we had like something that something you can show yeah. you how it would be if you didn't exercise, like fast forward 20 yeah. years, this is how you're going to feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we see pictures of it. Like mm-hmm. we see people in the, I just saw a little video on Facebook that was trending of a 105 year old grandma dancing uh, with um, the Obama and Michelle, Barack Obama and Michelle. I'm like, oh my gosh, she's dancing. She's 105. Mm-hmm. She's always danced. She's right? always mm-hmm. danced. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. she's she never didn't just stopped. stand up and do that today. No. Yeah. No, she, she worked for that. Right. Yeah. That's amazing. So I wish we could, I wish we could fast forward and just say, Hey, if you don't, here's like, um, like the, um, the Scrooge, you know, here's future present or mm. uh, Christmas future. <laughs> here's the future of your life. This is what it's going to look like if you don't. Yeah, Tracy, we'll the personal for, trainer of the, the ghost, the ghost of the ghost of um, personal training um, past. That's right. future. I'm so confused. Yeah, um, personal training future. So earlier, when you first came in, we were kind of trying to figure out what all we want to talk about because um, if we just went free range in here, this could just go on for hours. So we're like, okay, let's like let's just choose some things that. Um, the average people would want to hear because sure. it resonates with everyone is uh, that connection between where things um, are like they are psychological and where they kind of connect with that spiritual part because mm-hmm. the more we connect with how we're psychologically dealing with things, it opens up for us to just to take better care of ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just talking to you about how with myself, when I decided to, to truly engage with my personal um, fitness and wellness for my body, how immediately I got re-addicted again because of the like endorphins and dopamines and everything. Mm-hmm. And immediately from there, I opened up for more self-care rituals because Mm -hmm. it's like Pandora's box of taking care of myself. Right. And I wanted to just get your ideas on that. Well, I think that's exactly what it is. It's, it's how much do you value your life where you're going to put yourself on the list and take care of yourself. Right. Um, what I think is kind of cool is that it's becoming 
<laughs> like certain diets, it's actually sort of becoming trendy to do this, to actually put yourself on the list, to take care of yourself, to have your self-care. I mean, there's so many books being written about this now. Um, a lot of podcasts and a lot of like videos on YouTube are about, you know, really enriching your life with, with your internal work. So not just your physiological fitness nutrition, albeit very important, but really developing a wellness routine. And, and so I would say to clients, and I think that you can't compartmentalize just fitness and nutrition again, because I could give anyone a fitness and nutrition routine and say, good luck, do it. If you do exactly what this says, you will get the results that you want. But I've done that and people haven't been able to sustain it for the long haul. Their lives haven't changed for the better because there's other stuff going on. So it's like, let's figure out that other stuff. And part of the journey on developing a self who can sustain fitness, who can eat healthy, who can make good choices is being self-aware is having higher emotional intelligence, right? It's really, it's having good mental health and, and paying attention to those things. It's having good self-care routines. Like, yes, having a bath, getting your sleep. Oh my gosh, how, how important is sleep? And yet sometimes we prize ourselves for being so busy and getting little sleep. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of people are like, I only had five hours, but I got all this done. Mm -hmm. Well, yippee-ki-yay, but yes, <laughs> Like that, that you are not, how can you sustain that? Mm -hmm. And you're really actually damaging the brain because yeah. it needs sleep for reparation, right? Yeah. Um, your body needs sleep to repair and build muscle tissue. So, so really, truly all those things work hand in hand. And, and I don't think, I mean, for a season, you can do some without the inclusion of the others, but not for a lifetime. It's something somewhere is going to give, right? Yeah. Because, you know, like I look at things like, so I'll talk to clients and someone's diet just recently, like, or nutrition, totally derailed, went off the rails. And um, what was the precipitating factor? Well, fighting with their husband. So the relationship issues, like the, there's lack of connection, you know, like there's bitterness, um, there's contempt. You think that you're going to be able to like really have the wherewithal to go work out and eat healthy when you have that going mm -hmm. on as well? Mm -hmm. You've got, you can't have it all. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And I think, yeah, something's got to give. And, and and part of moving towards a, a lifestyle of that has to include a look into wellness, which in my mind really includes, you know, self-care, um, um, good habits and rituals, um, mental health, relationships, mm -hmm. self-awareness, and increasing emotional intelligence. So it's a big, it's a big canopy, right? It's it a big, big umbrella. Yeah. And things <clears throat> do need to move back and forth too. Mm -hmm. Like some, some windows in time, you need to be putting less on yes. one area and more yeah. on another. Yeah. And that's okay. Yeah. It's just like things ebb and flow. Yes. And it's like going completely yeah. off the rails. Okay. Maybe that's not ideal, but you know, if you need to do exercise a little less and maybe pop into a restaurant a little more, but right. then put that eff extra effort into the relationship or, right. um, the, you know, if you're on a creative streak and you're doing some writing or you're making a huge jump career wise right. and you have to make your little, um, adaptions for mm -hmm. it without completely derailing because for right. me when I derail it takes me months to get back on right. but if I forgive myself and be like okay you know what today we're gonna go like for me my 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 place where I go when I can't keep it together is uh naked cafe for right. my dinner because right. it's 
Um, it's not a great home cooked thing, but it hits me really well for my nutrition, right. my lifestyle needs. Right. It's ready for me. It's made with love. They're right. always warm and welcoming yeah. and I don't feel bad for going. Right. Um, and I stay generally on the rails and yeah. I, I do my fitness piece and take care of what I need to take care of without feeling bad. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a really great point. Um, because it might've just sounded overwhelming. Everything I said that needs to happen in order for your life to be okay. Right. Yeah. You got to do all these things, but Nikki, you're exactly right. That, um, there's going to be seasons where there's more focus on one thing, but I, I think you can't do that to the neglect of something entirely. Right. Yeah. Like there's, I, and that's why my business is called looking at the fitness, wellness, and nutrition for the long haul and trying to make those things sustainable. Um, yeah. So how do you do that in a way that, um, that helps you move forward. Like you said, you sometimes go to a restaurant if mm -hmm. you need that, but do you find it hard to balance all of those oh, things yeah, in your life? Absolutely. Yeah. And at other times, no, not at all. Right. You know, it just depends what's going on. Like well, sometimes so explain that, like yeah. what makes it hard? What, what's yeah. going on? When, You're when, getting coaching right yeah, now. I'm getting super coaching <laughs> for Nikki's Tracy, life. Not just a personal trainer. <laughs> this is exciting. Um, I, uh, when a bomb drops, because life drops bombs, right? right? Like you'll get that phone call. Yeah. Um, like in my case, there was one week where it was well, more than a week, but the first week of adapting to it, um, less than a year ago, yeah. uh, dad fell, broke his hip. Right. So everything's different now. Now yeah. each day involves hospital visits right. and all these other things, anxiety, stress, mm -hmm. worry. Yeah. Um, it's really easy to derail, especially I feel as females, we jump into nurture mode really quick and want to yeah. care for everyone. And we get a case of the, I'm not important right now. And we say, fuck it with the right. take care of ourselves yeah. because now other people need me. And now my son's upset because Papa is, you know, sure. not well. And so now it's all nurture and no Nikki. But yeah. um, this last time I still kept it together to a degree when right. normally I would have gone into full nurture mode right. and just literally grenaded my whole personal right. care thing. But um, I still managed to have a few baths that week. Um, I said, I, I let myself cry yeah. because I am generally an emotionally constipated person. I do not <laughs> let that cry out because right. I'm from the generation of you hold that shit till right. no one's watching. Right. No, right. I cried. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever seen me cry, Raina? I'm just shocked right now. Like, yeah. I'm the opposite. I'm a crier, man. I, I'm like cry like every other day. No, I, can, I can make her cry. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I can do that. No, make me cry. Not right cool. now. And, um, yeah, we ate a little bit more at the hospital, but we made wise choices with what was available, right? right. Oh, like, that's so good. It's just yeah. you do the best you can in the scenario as it's panning out to you because the number one thing at that moment in time was being available to dad, still yeah. taking care of my son and not letting my business grenade. Right. And guess what? Yeah. I can't do any of those things yeah. if I haven't slept or eaten too. Mm -hmm. Right. Because I'm driving this ship, right? That's right. So it's like... Yeah. Um, it does give you better coping. Yeah. So... Yeah. Um, you know, there was a little more sandwiches going on and yeah. a little less salads because yeah. sometimes you just had to eat yeah. with what was in your hand yeah. and that's okay too. Yeah. And I didn't feel bad about it Yeah, and that's good. just kept moving and shaking. And then when that, it's like, okay, we made it through that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now what's the next thing? Mm -hmm. Right. Dad broke his hip. Mom and dad need a smaller house to live right. in. <laughs> right. Let's take on that because yeah. that's real life. Well, so it if, is. Yeah. And right. if, if we're trying to set ourselves for these like, templates of success because this is what we read and this is the diet yeah. it's not taken into consideration the bombs are going to start dropping right. to derail you and right. you, you gotta right those are some landmines man well they are and i think if you have some some good foundational healthy habits in place 
you know, you start to develop them when life is on the ebb part or when the, when life is on in the flow, I guess, right. Yeah. When, when it's at the high mm-hmm. you develop and you strengthen those, those good habits. And then when the bottom drops out, um, again, I think compassion is your best friend, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Like I had someone start my program. It's a six week program and week one, poor love. Um, she had to end up putting her mom in a home. Like, mm-hmm. and so like she sent me her food log and it, and it wasn't great. And she just was, you know, berating herself for not doing well, but I'm just like, you know what? Think about what you just went through. Yeah. Like this is a life changing, altering moment right now. Have compassion for self, mm-hmm. right? You'll get, you'll get it next week and it's fine. And, and I think it's just that thought is if you have some good habits in place that you do exactly what you said, you modify, okay, we're just going to go with the flow. And then as soon as things settle down, we'll get back on track. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I think that's, that's the important part. A lot of people throw the baby out with the bathwater, though, yeah. Mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's like that whole like like psychology thing again, too. Is it's like when things are bad, it's like suddenly things are terrible, right? <laughs> and it's like this, like just like start pulling grenade pins here, people. Like it's Everywhere. just this yes. like dominoing like crazy. Mm-hmm. And I think when you get to a certain point of self-aware, you realize that no, you'll never have control of the situation, mm-hmm. but you have control of aspects of it. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. like you know what. I can control the decision I make about what I'm eating right, right now. Right. And um, as much as that donut looks really great and I'm sad, <laughs> I'm going to pick up that apple instead yeah. because yeah. my body needs nourishment more than ever right now because right. it's dealing with all of this. Yeah. And yeah. then maybe chase it with the donut later. <laughs> <laughs> I just got a wink. <laughs> well, and one of the things that you have the most control over is is your internal reactivity, mm-hmm. right? I mean, that's in those moments, that's, that's what we can control. If we can control nothing else, it's how we respond in those moments. It's how we react, um, internally to ourselves, like the story you tell yourself, right. About how you're doing. Mm-hmm. And, and so hopefully it'll be a positive story where you're like, you know what, it's okay. You're, you're, this is a hard time and you're doing your best that you can. And that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and then, yeah, I, I think, I think it's that internal dialogue that helps us move forward. And then, things shift and then all of a sudden life is uh you're on the top of the mountain again yeah yeah so that's good time to be bringing in more good habits yeah exactly exactly that is the time to to drive those things home yeah but there's lots of books you know there's so many there's a book right now by charles duhigg called the power of habit um Mm. interesting it was a really interesting book you can get it on audible or um you can buy it on amazon or whatever in the bookstore um his main thing so this could be used when you're developing a habit for fitness, for healthy eating, for self-care. Uh, what he basically says is that you want to have three things. You want to have a cue. So something that says, this is what I do every day. People like us do things like this, to quote Seth Godin. Um, people like us exercise. Fit people, that's what I want to be. I want to be a fit person, so I want to exercise. So maybe your cue is putting your shoes uh, right beside your bed and and getting all of your workout clothes ready in your bathroom on the counter for the next day. So when you wake up, what is the first thing you see? You see your runners, uh, you see your clothes, that's what you dress in, that's your cue. Then he says, uh, perform the habit, you know, go and do it. And, and when you're done, you actually want to give yourself a reward for that. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like that, you know, dangling carrot, mm-hmm. uh, ring a bell, dog will salivate, Pavlov's theory. Um, <laughs> but give yourself a reward, something that actually you really enjoy. And maybe at the beginning, it is a piece of chocolate. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're like, okay, if I work out today, do my 45 minute workout, a 30 minute, whatever, you, I can have two mm-hmm. squares of chocolate at the end. Um, and then he says, what begins to happen then is as you solidify the habit of what you're doing, 
um, you, you receive reward through the endorphins, through the serotonin increase, through the lost weight or feeling better, feeling healthier. And maybe then as things begin to shift, maybe I don't need that chocolate anymore, mm-hmm. right? Maybe I'm like really happy yeah. that I'm walking and it feels good. Yeah. That's it becomes a to- yeah. It's a yeah. Yeah. stone reward. Yeah. 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 So, so I thought that was a interesting way just to approach, but he goes into more depth about exactly how to develop habits yeah. and, and how to yeah. keep them. So yeah. anyway, we talk about book. that so much in mm-hmm. Skincare too, like so much in skincare because, um, you know, you buy the stuff, it's not going to help you sitting on the counter, you know, you actually need to get it on your face. And it's firstly, it's like you said, with climbing the rungs, you got to start with what you're going to do. And if if you're just going to wash your face today, I'm so freaking proud of you. If you've never (laughs) done anything, Mm -hmm. but let's not buy a whole skin routine and then like throw it in the box of shame and feel bad later that we're not actually following through. But it's so true because at first they're like, Oh, I don't really want to do this, but then my skin's so much more comfortable. Oh my God, my skin's starting to glow. And it does take time. Like this doesn't happen overnight, but the rituals and like, again, to the dialogue part and is, you know, telling your body you're worth this to me mm-hmm. yeah I'm taking the time to do this yeah. is what's also facilitating yeah. the glowing skin and the healthy feeling right yeah. so yeah it's all comes full circle it does yeah yeah, yeah. all those things are important are they mm-hmm. are they yeah. yeah yeah I like the uh I'm thinking about the fundamentals that you spoke of and and having that you know secured as something that you even if you even if you I forget how you worded it but I'm I'm thinking of my mentality which is something that I hear a lot from people is like I fell off the wagon oh yeah and I'm just like so get back on like if, <laughs> if it's just a wagon you can fall off then just go back it's pretty, right like it's, it's we're overthinking it here yeah um but once but but it's harder to do that if you don't have the that foundation of what you want to do yeah. and and those like habits and like you said rituals like more solidified um so that I like thinking about it like that way. It's like, well, just just get back on, yeah. and, and that's okay to yeah. fall off. Like, you're, yeah, of course you're going to. You're not going to like be perfect immediately. And no, always exercise exactly every day for the rest of your life. Like that's not reality. Well, well that's for you. Well, no, I mean it is now, but but um, you know that's just a lifetime of doing it, mm-hmm. right? It really has been a lifetime of doing it. But I heard a a little thing the other day. Um, you know, like so if someone eats a cookie and then they shame themselves to feel really bad, then may as well eat the whole box of cookies, right? Because I ate one. Um, and the little meme was, if one of your tires popped, would you pop the other three? Mm-hmm. Just go, well, there one is flat. May as well just get rid of all the other three. Like, that's, no, of course you fantastic. would. fantastic. <laughs> right? So, yeah. so it's that all or nothing mentality. We yeah. talk about that in psychology that yeah. uh, that can often derail us when we think in those vast extremes, yeah. right? So, so bring it close together instead of going polar opposites and saying okay yes I had one and that's fine I mean everyone has days where they have a cookie when they said they weren't going to and Mm. let's start this next meal healthy instead of oh I'll start on Monday or I'll start tomorrow like never start tomorrow start right now that really bugs me when people are like I'm gonna have one last hoorah I'm gonna go oh my god it's always the thing (laughs) one last pizza party (laughs) (laughs) one last bottle of wine and pint of jerry's I'm like just start right now yes because when people do that I literally am like you're not this is not gonna work Mm -hmm. isn't that funny I can totally thin slice that um, like I had this lady, um, direct message me and, um, again, it's a, it's the internal talk. It's the self-talk and, and how you're approaching this as a lifestyle that, that is telling, um, you know, on Instagram, you can see the, if someone direct messages, you, you can see the first line 
and you have to swipe left or whatever to see mm-hmm. the full sentence. So she messages me and she said, Hey, Tracy, I love your YouTube workouts. I would just love you as a coach. How, how do I go about hiring? You have a really fat belly and I really want to lose my belly fat. So I and tell her about my program that I'm having and like, you know, we go, it's a six weeks, we've got workouts, we've got nutrition coaching and counseling and we, you know, I check your food logs and I teach you about this and that and, you know, the psychology, blah, blah, blah. I go into it, tell her the whole thing. She messages me back and it says, that sounds really great, but did I need to read the next part? Right away, Nothing. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't need to read anything else. Mm-hmm. That was it. I already knew she wasn't in it. And so, you know, people have this like these excuses or they, they're, there's always a reason why they can't do it. Mm-hmm. And, and so it's, it's kind of easy for me to just thin slice and go, yeah. this person isn't ready. Yeah. Clearly isn't ready mm-hmm. to, to make the change. Yeah. And that's only something someone can do on their own. Yeah. No mm-hmm. one can do that for them. You're right. There is no words you no. have. I have no. Raina has, that's going to no. get someone to that aha, why moment, no. mm-hmm. that guttural thing that's that right. says, um, I need change today. I know. Yeah. And that's maybe what I'm sad about sometimes when I coach clients mm-hmm. and I don't see that and I can't change them. Mm-hmm. I can't because yeah. I can give them all the tools. Yeah. But unless you're ready. And again, I think that's where the can't compartmentalize just fitness and nutrition. You've got to take a look at yourself. Yeah. So if you are listening and you do really want to change, like start by really asking yourself some of those profoundly deep yeah, questions. Yeah. And the tough stuff. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. the icky mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. And I understand shoving the cookie in because yeah. it's easier than dealing with the icky stuff. Right. Oh, but we don't mm-hmm. make our personal progresses without looking at the right. ick. And <laughs> that's why it's icky stuff. Yeah. 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 Yeah, but it's such a wonderful journey when you can. Like, oh my goodness, mm-hmm. I've seen people who have gone to a lot of depths, like deep, deep brokenness and open up. And you know what the beautiful thing about exercise is, is that when you are in the middle of the tension of it, the difficulty of it, um, like this, it's strenuous, it is aggressive, you are sweating and your heart is pounding and you feel like you can't do it. And then you do. And then you do. Oh my God. What a moment is that? Mm -hmm. Like now you can do pretty much anything. Yeah. Damn girl. Yeah. Right. Like, and I've seen that. I've seen someone, I said, she had just gone through a separation and I'm like, I need you to do hundred box jumps on that box. She's like, I can't. And I'm like, do 10 right now. Mm -hmm. And then we're going to do another 10. And then you're damn well going to do another 10. And it started going up and it was 50. And she started crying. It was 60 and 70 and 80. And I started crying. It was 90 (laughs) and it was a hundred. And she wept like a baby. I'm like, Damn it. Yes, you can't. There's just do. That's right. And and now your brain has just told you you can do difficult things and you will make it through this separation and you will be okay. Yeah. So so there's a real beauty in in feeling that in exercise too, right? Like and believe me, yes, I've seen that so many times where people have struggled and struggled and then overcome and then you know, and then it then it creates this new neural pathway in the brain. And this is the wonderful thing about our brains is that they're malleable. They're, they're pliable. They can create new structures and new habits because of their neuroplasticity. Mm-hmm. So when you think of, <coughs> excuse me, um, when you think of our habits and how inclined and ingrained we are to do certain things, sometimes we do things. It's a knee jerk reaction. We're not mm-hmm. cognizant, even mm-hmm. like what we think, um, our habits, our actions, but, but that can shift and change. It's similar to if you would think of, um, a metal roof on a house, 
whatever, wherever the groove is the deepest and it rains, that's where the water is going to go down. And that's the same with us. Wherever the grooves are the deepest, whatever our, our, our message to ourselves is, is the oldest, you know, mm-hmm. that the, it's been there the longest, that's what we're going to believe. But the, the beauty of brain science and, and neuroplasticity is that those things can shift and change. And we have the capacity to allow change to happen in our life. Yeah. So, so you've got to begin to figure out how to do that, right? Yeah. And, and by challenging what you were doing. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And and starting small and beginning to, you know, read about how to break habits, read how to increase willpower and self-control, read how to increase your self-awareness and your reactivity. Those are really important foundational things that are going to help you make the ultimate shift. It's not just a diet book or an exercise program. Believe me, don't even bother until yeah. you're ready internally right mm-hmm. yeah do the work yeah and uh, you know a, a thing that so so that it's not so overwhelming for some people who are listening um just move daily yeah. like if, if that's just your your uh, mindset um a good recommendation is to think of moving 100 minutes a week and mm-hmm. and movement is different than exercise okay so even if you're just starting with movement it might just be getting up um from your desk and doing some stretches or tw- you know maybe doing one flight of stairs or going outside your office and walking around during your lunch hour. Um, there's a neat thing someone just taught me. Um, there's an app. It's called the Pomodoro. I don't know if you remember what that was when when you were little. Did your mom ever have a tomato that was a timer in the kitchen? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. It's called a Pomodoro, a little tomato <laughs> timer. Actually, if you look up the app, it's actually a tomato. And then, it, <laughs> and then you can set it. Um, I put mine, uh, get up and move. So mm-hmm. you can send send a little message to yourself. Then you can set the time to ring and give a little dingle dingle uh, every hour on the hour or whenever it is that you need to be reminded just to get up, do some stretches, take some deep breaths, um, you know, do a little movement, maybe a few squats, sitting up and down from your chair. Like even that would be a great mm-hmm. start because again, blood flow is yeah. critical for longevity. Y- your body is decaying as we mm-hmm. speak. So it just needs a signal that it's springtime. That's all. Yeah. Just just a very, that's the good news is that it just needs a very minute signal that it's springtime in the body. So it could mean just like getting outside and going for a walk or parking, you know, at the end of the parking lot instead mm-hmm. of as close to the door as you can and having a good stiff walk like mm-hmm. that is a signal to the body. Whoop, wake up. It's yeah. springtime. Yeah. Increase blood flow, increase oxygen in the lungs. Um, bear weight on your muscles and joints and make those ligaments a little bit stronger. Yeah. So that's really important. Yeah. All right. Just, and the more you do move. it, the more your body automatically asks for it. Right. Mm-hmm. So exactly. then you don't need a timer anymore mm-hmm. because your body switches back into it. Just yes. like with us drinking our water. Yeah. If we don't drink water, our thirst trigger goes away. Mm-hmm. Right. Then we have to start drinking water again to train our body to remind us we're thirsty. Yeah. So Is it's that like true. It's yeah, it's yeah. pretty crazy. And so it's like that whole reconnecting with your body so your body can remind you because it'll ask for what it needs yes, it's, yeah. it's it's it is a self-sustaining thing but yeah. when you've ignored its messages for yeah. so long it's like oh fuck it i'm not going to yeah. tell her i want to move she's not going to get up it anyways. anyways yeah yeah so then you get to that point where your your body's like oh she's listening again yeah. hey can i do a shout out getting a little cramp down here you know <laughs> can i get up and walk around for a bit that's right and then we'll yeah. start listening again right yeah, yeah. it's pretty rad it is. It's, yeah, developing those habits is, is important. Um, like thinking back to Pavlov's dog, uh, one of the ways my one client wanted to start drinking more water. And so we talked about the minute, like have a have a cup in your bathroom. The minute you finish brushing your te- teeth, guzzle water. Mm-hmm. You brush your teeth, you guzzle water. You brush your teeth, you guzzle water. And so it, it beca- became so 
um, like automatic. She said her husband put her cup in the dishwasher once. And as soon as she was finished brushing her teeth, she's like, wait, where's my cup? You know, like it was an automatic totally. reflex then all of a sudden mm-hmm. she's like, I crave water. And mm-hmm. that was good. So yeah, it's, it's setting yourself up for success and giving Absolutely. yourself the cue, doing the habit, giving yourself a reward, you yeah. know? And, yeah. uh, I think that's important too, but, yeah. but just making it, yeah, making it sustainable for the long haul. So don't hear this podcast and think, oh, I'm, I'm, that's it. Tomorrow, day one, we're going to start. I'm going to have like 60 minutes of exercise and I'm going on the keto diet. No, we didn't say that. <laughs> just kidding. Um, no, but, you know, like just start small. Start mm-hmm. sustainable and manageable for you because then it will build that self-efficacy we talked about, right? Yeah, um, yeah I had a client once who... Um, he was a young boy and he was not fit at all. And I trained him at this other training center here in town. And um, it's a training center where there's a lot of elite athletes, lots of hockey players, NHL Mm. players, like lots of very athletic people, but he hadn't done any exercise in his life. So, so we went there and I could tell he felt so self-conscious, like, oh, I felt bad for him. He, Mm -hmm. you know, no one was looking at him, but that's what we're talked about at the beginning. You have that feeling you walk in the room is like someone's Mm -hmm. clearly staring at me. Anyway, first round gave him some exercises I talked to his mom after she's like, yeah, he didn't really love it. And I'm like, Oh, don't I need to find something for this boy that connects with him. Right. So the next week he came and I said, Hey, do you skip? And he's like, I don't know. I've I've never tried. So I handed him a skipping rope and that boy could skip. He threw that (laughs) rope around so fast. And I'm like, Oh my goodness. Where did you learn how to skip? And he's like, I don't know. (laughs) But, but he was going so fast and made like that sound and one of the players came up and high-fived him and said good job buddy oh my gosh that kid went home his mom wrote me she's like he wants me to buy him a skipping rope for christmas he wants to go to skipping camp if there's such a thing like (laughs) this kid is a skipper so it was and so how do you think he came next the week after he's like are we skipping yeah, totally. <laughs> you know, so you build the self-efficacy by doing the little things that just so you can believe that you're mm-hmm. capable of change. That's yeah. critical for change to and happen. And that you're enjoying it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's important too. And there's just so many things. You don't have to work out in a gym. You can go swimming. You can go hiking. You can play badminton. You can play ping pong. Like just Whatever it looks move. Like. Yeah. It doesn't have to be organized. Yes, resistance training is important to bear weight on your ligaments and joints. It, it is. But if all you can do and all you're going to do is walk, then start that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do that. Then do that. I'm happy with that. Yeah. yeah. You're moving. Yeah. You're not sitting on the couch. You're not sedentary, right? Yeah. So that's important. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Tracy, we could keep you here all freaking day. Like, no shit. Like, we could go on for hours and hours and hours because there's so much wrapped around this. It this is, is like just a, such a little tiny nugget. I'm hoping you will join us again sometime. We can get great. into some other things. Sure. Um, in the meantime, how can people follow you? Like, where can they find you in the World Wide Web? Sure. So, I'm uh, my biggest platform is YouTube right now. Like I said before, we have over 500 videos on, on YouTube. And it ranges from beginner workouts to nutrition. Uh, advanced ton of mini band and resistance band workouts so lots of those over there um so you can just google tracy steen or in youtube tracy steen or move daily fitness and you'll find me over there uh instagram at move daily fitness so over there we post all the workouts that we're doing but then lots of other recipe ideas and that sort of thing so follow there uh tracy steen on facebook if you'd like to follow me there i'm not too active over there you can't do all the platforms you know but youtube and instagram are my main main spots also my website is www.movedaily.ca so all our programs and uh, everything we offer is listed right there 
Thank you so much. Yeah, that we was really fun. appreciate you coming. You're welcome. I love talking about this clearly. Yeah, <laughs> that's why you're here. <laughs> so, and, and again, my my full adage: even if you can't get the the nutrition part dialed in, if you can't get the wellness part in, if nothing else, just move daily.